to Totalus Rankium. This week, Trajan. And welcome to uh, Roman Emperor's Talus Rankium. I'm Jamie. And I'm Rob, and we're rating all the emperors from Augustus to Augustulus. Very subjectively. Yes, we are on the second of the five good emperors. Yes, the first one being um, Nerva. Not so good. Not so good, no. By far our worst rating. Oh, he, he scored very badly, didn't he? Yeah, 11 point something. 3 3 is 6 6 yeah, or something it was like that. Really, really yeah. bad. Oh, well, let's see. If Trajan does any better. Hopefully he does. Yes. Right, I'm jumping straight into it this week. No. I have a fact who's born in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I let that slip just before we started recording. I'm very impressed. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, I remember stuff. Yeah. You can, you can get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Trajan. Trajan. His mother was called Marcia. What? Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, that's nice. Sounds French. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was. <laughs> there you go. She was the sister-in-law of Titus. Oh, oh. As an emperor, Titus. Yes. So yes. his brother's wife. Yes. Yes. Or sister? No. Yeah, it has to be. Or her brother's? Oh no, no. Yeah. Yeah. You've confused me. Yeah. Titus has got to have a brother. <laughs> At least she would have to be his wife to be his sister-in-law, right? Unless she had a brother. Who was married to Titus's sister? Yeah, but that won't make his sister-in-law. That'll just make her. Is that too far removed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah. Um, right. Father was called Marcus Ulpius Traianus. Sorry, Marcus. Ulpius. Ulpius. Ulpius Traianus. Traianus. <laughs> yes. Okay. The man of three bottoms. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, that is spout T-R-A-I-A-N-U-S. So yeah. it's Trajan with an I instead of an J. Oh, okay. And that has changed into a J over time, which okay. is why we call it Trajan today, but he wasn't actually called Trajan. It was with an I originally. All right, so Trajan. 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 Oh. I say Trajan. It's easy to say. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So his father was a senator who served Vespasian in the Jewish Revolt. Ooh. And he commanded the 10th Legion. So he had quite a lot of authority then. Yeah, yeah. That is all we know about his family. Okay. That is it. That's quite a good stock, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So he's born to a family that seemed to be going places. Mm -hmm. Senator, commanding the legions. Yeah, so looking good. Well done. He was born in the province of Hispania Beatica. Hispanica Beatica. Yeah, that'll, that'll do, Batica. So, so he's Sp Spanish. He's Spanish. He Spanish is. Or, well, Spanish born. Yes, well, there was debate. There was debate back then whether he was Italian or Spanish. Was he just born mm. to a family, an Italian family who happened to be in Spain? Yeah. Or was he Spanish because he was born in Spain? Oh. Yeah. It didn't really matter because no. everyone in Rome just saw him as a provincial anyway. It's a bit like, um, the uh, you know, the American presidency has to be born in the USA. Yeah. As, as um, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen says, said, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people trying to undo President Obama, weren't they? Yes, yeah. Saying, no, he's not, he wasn't born in America. Yeah. Despite having a birth certificate and <laughs> yeah. everything else. Yeah, so it's probably similar to that. Yeah, yeah. But then Trajan whipped out his birth certificate to prove that he was born in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so he was born probably on the 18th of September, 53 CE. So we're not exactly sure. No, that's, that's one of the dates, the most likely date we're given, but sources are a bit conflicted on this. As you can see, we're missing Suetonius. Yeah. We're very much in, and um, Antastus. We're in the black hole at the moment. Right. Some more information starts coming our way soon. But okay. Yeah, we're in a black hole of sources, so that's about as close as we can get. Yeah, so there he is. He's Spanish, and he's born to a well-to-do family. Oh, good. Okay. He rose through the ranks of the military as a youth. In 76-77, his father was the governor of Syria, and Trajan was a military tribune, where he first saw battle. Ooh, so he's, he's already got fighty. Yes, already. Early age, early 20s, he's already seen battle. Ah. says he first saw battle. <laughs> that, I assume, means he took part. Maybe, he usually does, doesn't Maybe he? saw it from a distance. On Augustus style. <laughs> yeah. What's all that dust over there? I can see a battle. Where's my badge? Yeah. Um, he was then transferred to the Rhine, where he continued his tribune ship. Um, and again, he saw battle. He saw another battle over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, very battly start. Around 86, his cousin died. He left his children, called Hadrian and Paulia, to Trajan and his colleague to look after. Hadrian? Hadrian. Have you heard that name before? Um, No. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the guy that had that wall built. Yeah, he's the guy with the wall. Hadrian's patio near Scotland. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we first heard him last week. And yes. He ran off and delivered a note, but there we go. <laughs> We've got him again. So there's Hadrian. So he, so Hadrian's now Trajan's adopted sort of son. Yes, yeah. Um, also with a colleague named Atianus, but um, I don't really can find much more else out about him. Okay, I'll scribble his name out then. Yeah. He's, <laughs> a, he's a person. Yeah. Right, 89. Saturnius revolted. Yes. Remember that? Revolt against Domitian. Yep. Yes. Trajan was in Spain at the time, so as you can see, Trajan by this point has moved around quite a lot. Yeah, he's traveling a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. Germany, Spain, Germany, Spain. Syria. Syria, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So he's in Spain at the time, and he quickly moved his legion, the 7th Legion, to go and put the revolt down, but the revolt had already been put down by the time he got there. Oh, oh poor Trajan. Mm. Must have rocked up. <laughs> Slapped his thigh in disappointment. Damn! <laughs> yeah. In 91. See, we are speeding through his life we are, here. Yeah. We really don't have a huge amount of information about his early life. Yeah. So in 91, he became an ordinary consul. Remember last week I talked about the first consul of the year. They named the year after them. Yes. Yes, so he becomes a consul. Ooh. And the year is named after him. Year of Trajan. Yes, it's the year of Trajan and Glabrio. Ah, yes. That sounds very Italian, doesn't it? It does, actually. Glabrio. Yeah. yeah, it's mainly due to his father's fame that he gets this. He's okay. uh, riding those coattails, because <laughs> his father did really well when he was working for Vespasian. Mm. Yeah. At this time, his father was made a patrician, so he's bumped up in social class. Mm. So that technically means Trajan's now of the patrician class, not the aggressoring class. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets married. Yay! Yay to Pompeia Plotina. Pompeia Plotina. Interesting name. It is. However, Replosive. it's thought, due to references in some letters, that Trajan actually preferred men to women. 
Okay. Yeah, so this was a sort of a marriage of, of convenience, really. So yeah, the, the marriage was childless all throughout their life. Which, oh, so no heir then. Which perhaps indicates also that he preferred men to women. Bisexual and homosexual, etc., etc., just didn't exist in the Roman world. They're just, they're modern labels. That mindset didn't exist. They would just do anything, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, um, the general <laughs> mindset was people slept with people and people hmm. accepted people sleeping with whoever in ancient Rome. However, there were some instances that were frowned upon. So if you were in a gay relationship, you had to be the dominant man. Otherwise, you were looked down on. So I'm guessing the undominant one would be like a slave or something? Yes, usually lower social status, yeah. definitely. And also, it was generally a don't ask, don't tell kind of atmosphere. Mm. Everyone was up to it. No one really talked about it. Very Victorian. <laughs> yeah, only less layers of sin and self-hatred. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely would raise more eyebrows nowadays than it mm. would back in Roman times. Yeah. Around this time, he makes friends with an architect named Apollodorus. Was he the apple of his eye? Yeah. No, I think they were just friends. There's no, no suggestion. Okay. He's that kind of apple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his, his name was Apollodorus of Damascus, ah. which is just a cool name. I want to be called something of something. Apollodorus of Damascus, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? It goes quite nicely. Yeah. We'll come back to him later, but just know he made friends with him. Um, He then becomes the governor of Pannonia, or Germania. Depends what source you read, or perhaps both. Okay. Yeah. He sees some more action at this point. Main source is plenty here, and he does not go into many details, because this is when Trajan's working for Domitian. Because Domitian's still around here. So... Trajan wants to, and Pliny wants to, disassociate from Domitian, so not much is talked about. He's deleted from history, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. So all we know is that he's there in that sort of area, doing some stuff, seeing some action. (laughs) Right, and then Trajan was on the Rhine frontier, which so many important people seem to do in Roman history, when Domitian dies. News came to him that Nerva was the emperor, and then... Either one of two things happen. <laughs> so, this is the official line. Trajan sat back and did nothing. Yeah. Maybe had a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe repaired his sandals. Yeah, it could have changed the wheel on his cart. Yeah. And then, he became friends with the governor of Germania Inferior, a man named Sora. They won a skirmish against some barbarians and sent word off to Nerva to say, Oh, we've just won a, a skirmish. Then Hadrian comes running along, and to Trajan's surprise, he learns that Nerva has declared Trajan as the heir. Hmm. Nerva has cleverly chosen Trajan to stop the civil war, and Trajan reluctantly accepts for the good of Rome. Of course. Yeah. Yes. That's... So that's, that's the official line. Yeah, that's what Nerva said. Yeah. Now the conspiracy theory, which I think we're going for, so after what, what we discussed last week. Yeah, that's what actually happened. Well, who knows, but it's the better yeah. story, so let's well, yeah. say it did. Yeah, of course it did. So Trajan hears that Nerva is the emperor. He and Sora then hatch a plot and begin to ready the forces to march on Rome. Ooh. There is no evidence I found of this whatsoever. Okay. This is me making that up, but I bet they did. Oh, of course you would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then message is sent to Nerva, giving him a choice. Accept defeat gracefully and adopt Trajan, ensuring that history remembers him as a wise man, or fight and lose and be remembered as another Galba or Otho or Vitellius. So Nerva mm. gives in. What makes him heir? What, why, not, why didn't Trajan just take over them? If that was true, because he could have just done To make it smoother. And Trajan knew that Nerva was about to die anyway. 
Oh. And maybe, maybe, no, they didn't die of natural causes. <gasps> but again, this is huge yeah. <laughs> As you pointed out last week, yeah. it said it was a stroke. That's that's quite hard to fake. Yeah. 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 So who knows what happened there? But there was definitely some suggestion that it was a little bit too convenient for mm. Trajan what okay. happens there. So either it was a coup or it did just happen that way. Either way, Trajan becomes the heir and Nerva dies shortly afterwards. And Trajan becomes Emperor. Hooray! Yay, Emperor Trajan. Emperor Yay. Trajan. So there we go. That's his pre emperor life. Hmm. So, now we go into the good stuff. Ooh. Trajan sent off a letter to the Senate at this time, and he swore an oath that he would not slay or dis disenfranchise any good man. That's good, so I won't do anything bad to anyone nice. Yeah, notice the little get-out clause there? Any good man. Yeah, that's very subjective. It I is, guess, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think he's a good man. Yeah. I've decided he is not a good man. I will slit his throat. I'm allowed to kill him yeah. ruthlessly. Yeah. He then um, sends for Aelianus. Do you remember him? He was the Praetorian prefect who stormed the palace and told Nerva to give up the conspirators. Oh, yes. Yeah. The really easy siege where yes. everyone just turned around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still the Praetorian pre prefect, and Trajan sends off for him and the men who took the palace to give them an extra special job. So they all go up to the Rhine. Yeah. Have a guess what the extra special job is. To kill people? <laughs> Not quite. Oh, is... Just be killed. Oh. Yeah, Trajan executes them the moment they arrive. It makes sense, though, because they yeah. prove they're not very trustworthy. Yeah, but what I don't get is why they fell for that. Yeah. Go, go up to Germany. It's a lovely surprise. You'll love yeah. it when you get oh, there. Oh, we can't tell you what the job is. Not until no. you get there. Don't You don't need your weapons. Don't worry about that. It's fine. <laughs> In fact, leave, leave the weapons leave behind. Leave shields here. Yeah. <laughs> no armour. Yeah, so they're all killed straight away. So there's... Trajan proving that he's a lot more ruthless than Nerva was, who was just trying to please everyone. Yes. Yeah. A lot more savvy, it appears. Yeah. So he then replaces the Praetorian Prefect, possibly with a man named Siburinus, and he gives the man a sword, and he says, Take this sword in order that if I rule well, you may use it for me, but if ill, you may use it against me. Ooh. Yeah. So I think psychologically that's very clever, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Kind of saying that that's like saying I trust you so much because you're so brilliant, so awesome. Here's my sword. Yeah, it's also really confident because Victorian <sighs> prefects don't have the best track record. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. So turning to one saying, if you don't think I'm doing a good enough job, you have permission to revolt against yeah. me. I mean, really, since Caligula. The powers rest in the, either the army or the Praetorian Guard. Yes. The Emperor's had almost no power. Yeah. Essentially. Well, yeah, there's always been that fine balance. If they decide there. you're not Emperor, you're not Emperor yeah. anymore. So it was a ballsy move there by Trajan. Yeah. But it, it seems to pay off because he's not overthrown on the spot. Yeah. Right. Trajan did not return to Rome straight away. So he's the Emperor, but he doesn't go back to Rome. Instead, he takes a tour of the Rhine and the Danube frontier. Oh, so he's in Germanica. Yeah, now some people think that this is a case of him making sure the troops are all happy and not about to revolt. Yeah. Just keeps everything in check, which is good. But also, he happens to go to Moesia. Remember, Moesia is the province that was right next to Dacia. Oh. Where Domitian failed miserably to defeat Dacia. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to Moesia, and he looks across the Danube at Dacia. Mm-hmm. 
and Thoughts of Decebalus and his eight million a year that he's being given. Oh yes, yeah, so Brian when, Blessed. Yes, Brian Blessed. So he's standing on the banks of the Danube, looking over into Dacia, thinking, "Why are we paying Brian Blessed eight million a year? This is ridiculous." Yeah. Yeah. I also called him Decebalus, and yes. I've since realised it's Decebalus. Oh. Yeah. I prefer Decibellus. I prefer Blind Blessed. <laughs> so we'll yeah. stick with Blind Blessed cool. from now on. Right, okay. So then he does return to Rome. He returns Brilliant. to Rome in 99. And there's Decibellus going, Trajan's alive! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so Trajan arrives in the city on foot and he talked to all the people he passed. Ooh. And when he arrived at the Senate, he was courteous and polite. That's nice. He basically made a good impression on that first day. Well, that's first impression. Walked into the city, Hi, met guys. people. Hi, what do you do? What's your job? You're a baker. Oh, how nice. I like bread. Yes. Here you go, have a loaf, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Did it to a poor orphan child. Yeah, a crying baby. Yeah. Well, what do you do? <laughs> I rot on the streets. <laughs> I'm poor. I have no food. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Trajan gives money to people, generally, yeah. to celebrate his elevation. And he also gives the troops their traditional bonus when there's a new emperor, but he cuts the amount given by half. So, before it's 33%, if memory serves me. Oh, that was a one-off Oh, okay. pay rise by Domitian. Oh, you mean just like a general yeah. increase of... Yeah, um, whereas this is the traditional bonus... And what is usually given, I'm not sure, but we do know that Trajan halved it. I'm sure they love that. Well, he gets away with it because he's so loved by the army. Well, he's got respect, I guess. Yes. Uh. So if someone like Nerva had tried to pull that stunt, I imagine <laughs> they would have turned on him very quickly. But Trajan seems to have enough respect to be able to get away with that. Mm. Yeah. Right. Trajan then starts to get the Senate on side by not adopting Domitian's practice of only using equestrians for important roles. So he starts putting the senators back into important roles again. So the Senate start off going, oh, we don't like this, we've lost our guy, but soon start to realise, actually, he may be the army's man, but he's better than Nerva was. Yeah, we're still alive. Look. Yeah. <laughs> so he's definitely better than Domitian was, so yeah, actually, let's see how this goes. So in May 101... There we go, we've got into a new century. Oh. Yeah. Um, he goes back up to Moesia. Yes. The mm. first thing he does is he goes to the Senate and asks their permission if he can go to war, which the Senate love. They oh. fall over themselves to say, oh, of course you can, Trajan. Oh, we give you permission. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. See, he knows how to do his politics. He does. And then he goes up to Moesia, he crosses the Danube and fights against Brian Blessed. Both sides suffer heavy losses, although it's technically a Roman victory, but it's close. So Trajan withdraws back to Moesia to regroup over winter. So yeah. they have a bit of a, a skirmish, and then they rest for a bit. Winter's coming. Yes. yes. Decebalus then took the initiative and led a counterattack. Ooh. Yeah. The Romans defeated Brian Blessed. I realise I'm just skipping back and forwards between his two names there. That's right. That's yeah, fine. Um, so the Romans defeat... Brian Blessed, and they force him back. When they're approaching his residence, Brian sends out um, envoys asking to meet with Trajan. <laughs> Just sort of, hang on, slow down, guys. Yeah. Can we, can we have a meeting? Hey, I've got something really important to <laughs> say. Trajan refuses, Ooh. but sends his friend Sora instead. Okay. Which Brian Blessed refuses. 
It's like I'm meeting Trajan or no one. So then the Romans capture Brian Blessed's sister, Kathy Blessed, <laughs> I'm guessing, and reclaim the lost standards that Fuscus lost under the mission. Remember that they yes. lost their standards, so they get them back. Yes, so hooray, honour is restored. So Decebalus finally gives up, and he approaches Trajan. He throws himself on the floor in front of the emperor. Brian Blessed agrees to surrender his arms. Engines, engine makers, demolish his forts, give back the Roman deserters, and withdraw from any captured land that they still have. He basically goes, I'm really, 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 really sorry. Please don't kill me. You have everything, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Big tick in Trajan's box there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it shows his effectiveness as well. If somebody's that scared and that desperate to stop, obviously he's, you know, like most people, he likes his life. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't want to die like most but people. I imagine think. you'd have to do a lot to scare Brian Blessed that much. That's oh, true. Yeah. So I'm going to shave off your beard. Oh, that would scare Ooh. him. You know what? When I was watching I, Claudius, yeah. did not even recognise him for it about half an episode. Until you messaged me, I had no idea. Yeah, because he hasn't got his beard. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, if you've not seen I, Claudius... First, watch it, and second, Brian Blessed plays Augustus. Mm. If you go onto our Facebook page, to yeah. rank him on, um, go to our Facebook page, Roman Emperor has rank him on Facebook. It's the Facebook page. <laughs> There's a, a link to YouTube. It's got all the I Claudius episodes on a playlist. Yeah, yeah. I, I finished watching them. Oh, good. Recently, you beat me then. Yeah. Oh, it's. I really enjoyed it, mm. but I must admit, I didn't like the ending. No. Yeah. Don't, don't ruin it. Let's just say, it, I'll wait till you finish it. it. All I've heard about I, Claudius is how historically accurate they try to make it. And they go on a certain twist that I just Ooh. did not like at all. Oh. And actually, I think HBO's Rome, despite its huge inaccuracies, <laughs> actually kind of got some things better than I, Claudius. It's like Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Sedacia right. are defeated. Yeah. They are. What, oh. what would you do with Brian? I have a feeling he's going to die, or I, you'd make him a general in your army or something. He's pretty good. Oh, yeah, he is, he is good, isn't he? So uh, He doesn't quite do that. He makes him a client king. Oh, like a pretend king. Yeah, which essentially the same job as he was doing before, but this time Trajan says, stop plotting against us. Do what <laughs> we tell you to do. Fair enough. Yeah. Right, so Trajan returns to Rome and was given the name Dasicus, as in Britannicus, Conqueror of Britain, oh, Germanicus, Germanicus, Conqueror of Germany. It just doesn't work as well with Dacia, does it? Dacicus? 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 Yeah. Anyway, he's given that name. I'm sure in Latin it was easier to say. <laughs> However, Brian Blessed is not happy to play Client King and starts to build up some more troops. What an idiot. What an idiot. You would have thought he'd learnt his lesson, but no. Using some Roman runaways, he attempts to assassinate Trajan but the attempt fails, and unfortunately we can't get any more detail on that, so we're just going to have to make up what they did. And what's your idea? Uh, I haven't got one. I was hoping you did. I'm thinking, sends me a gift, big box all wraps up, nice bow, Yeah. opens it up, Trajan does, sit on his throne, whatever, if he says sit on stool, yeah. opened it up, massive big nest of snakes in there. Nice. All these snakes jump out, but he, they didn't realise they were, you know, they were venomous, they were very snakes. Oh, is that why it went wrong? Yeah. Got the wrong snakes. And each snake had, you know, haha, die from Brian Blessed in each one. <laughs> so he knew it was Brian Blessed. And I had the tracking think... number on the parcel as well. So. Oh, silly. Yeah. Rookie mistake. Yeah. I think it was a guillotine. First one ever. Oh. 
but it said on it, place head here, <laughs> in the hope that Trajan would do that. And the top's just like wrapped up in something, so you can't see the blade. Yeah. Put yeah. your head here, pull this cord. Yeah. <laughs> what will happen? Something nice? And Trajan just looks at it, put a carrot in there. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, either one of those, bound to be one of those, it fails. However, Brian Blessed does manage to capture Trajan's legate Longinus. Who, yes, see, the Longinus family again. Yeah. 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 Sounds less amusing in the male form. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Longinus poisoned himself rather than betray Trajan, though. Wow. Yeah. That's loyalty. That is loyalty. So he goes down, so um, Brian Blessed can't use him against Trajan. In 105, Trajan goes back to the Senate saying, Can I go back? And the Senate oh. goes, Of course you can, Trajan. We love you. We love you. Yeah. So. He goes back up there. Trajan raises two more legions, bringing the total number of legions along the Danube up to 14, which is approximately half of the entire Roman army. Wow. Yeah, most of their force is now centred around the Danube. Gosh. Yeah. Trajan needed a way to quickly cross such a large river. The Danube is a huge river. It is, yeah. It is a very big river. Um, so, he calls for Apollodorus, his friend, the architect, and says... Uh, Apollodorus, build me a bridge over that, would you? Which he does. Ooh. This bridge is huge, and I'm not going to go into it in detail now because I've come back to it in Successors Ultimus. So he built a very big bridge, and they all march over into Dacia and head towards straight to the capital this time. Ooh. The Dacians repelled the first attack, and Trajan realised that this was going to be tricky to take the city. So he stops and he thinks and he yeah. scouts around, and he notices that the city has a few water pipes leading into it. Ooh, is this... Okay, is this going to be Lord of the Rings, two towers, with bomb, blow up and walk in? They probably didn't have bombs back then. <laughs> or is it going to be poison? Oh, neither. Just kill everyone. Oh, he oh. just uh, he just turns the taps off. Oh, <laughs> that's better. He breaks the pipes, and then yeah. one inside goes, oh dear, we've got no water. It seems like such an obvious flaw in your defences, yes. doesn't it? And thank goodness I'm not the general. We could put poison through there, sir. No. <laughs> no, can we, we just turn it off and they'll come out. But we could kill them. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you were made for Roman times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nero um, style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you would have thought they'd have done something about yeah. that. They've obviously fortified this city, but just left these water pipes out. Foolish mistake. Trajan takes full advantage of it. So, Brian Blessed then commits suicide. Oh, that was very dramatic. <laughs> yes, I bet it was. <laughs> I die! People with a big knife, make sure everyone's looking yeah. at him. You watching? Well, he tried to run away, but then the cavalry surrounded him, so he's surrounded by horses when he kills himself. Very dramatic draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His head is then chopped off. Oh, nice. Given to a soldier who rides back to Rome with it. It's then taken to the top of the Gemonian Stairs. That's right, the stairs of death. Oh, yeah. They're back, and his head is thrown down the stairs of death. Ooh, like a really grim basketball. Yeah, I like to think that Sejanus and Vitellius are still there, rotting oh, yes. away. So. Skeletons now with a bit of. Yeah, now we've got um, Brian Blessed's head there with those two as well. Just in a hundred years, just a skull with beard. <laughs> yeah, it's still clinging on. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, the Romans raised the capital to the ground. 
I was destroyed Asia. Um, the the capital. capital. Yes, it does have a name, but I'm not even going to begin to try and pronounce that name. <laughs> um, no, I'm just not. Um, so they they destroy it, probably because they couldn't pronounce the name of the place. Let's destroy yes. this. And then they rebuild a new capital <laughs> just down the road. Sorry, harking back a little bit. Do you think they're going, we can't pronounce that. There are any vowels in there at all. Z Y K Z. Just get rid of it. Get rid G- of it. What, the name? No, the whole city. Just get rid of it. <laughs> Damn it. Build a new capital. So, yeah, they build a new capital just down the road. Oh. Um, yeah, but a good old Roman capital this time. Yeah, so then Dacia is turned into a full province, no longer a client kingdom. The last mm. province to be added to the Roman Empire. Ooh, well, that's a big thing for successes then, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm. Yeah. Right. Dacian wars are remembered mostly by Trajan's Column, which still stands in Rome today. And more about Trajan's Column later. Mm. Right, Trajan goes home to Rome and orders games to celebrate rather than the triumph. Games this time, and they last for 123 days. <sighs> She's trying to outdo uh, Vespasian. No, Titus. Because he Demission. did a Demission. Oh, was it Demission? Testing now. Who was Titus? One of the flames. He did a hundred days. Yeah. Uh, Titus wasn't alive long enough to have a hundred <laughs> no, days. Yeah. That would be probably, most of his rule. Probably, probably demission. Yeah. But Let's what, just say. What did, did demission? Do? Oh yeah, no, he did go up to Dacia. Yeah. Yeah. So 123 days. Who knows how anything got done in Rome over that period of time? Just a um, drunken. Yeah. You know, cheering the teams on. Come on, you blues. Yeah. I wonder if the golden purples were still around at this yeah, point. Whether they got that, rid yeah. of those by now. Who knows? Well, they got rid of Domitians, they probably had to. Probably. Yeah, they would have been associated with them. Mm. 11,000 animals took part. <laughs> By taking part? we die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't do the juggling or <laughs> serve up nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> Unicycling elephants! <laughs> yeah, no, they were just slaughtered. Oh, that's For that's people's nice. amusement. I like they, they, they took part. Yes. Yes, watch yeah. them die. And 10,000 gladiators fought. Yes. Mm. Less likely they all died. Yeah. Gladiators tended not to die. They costed quite a lot of money. Just the, the slaves they fought, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, around this time, Cornelius Palmer, the governor of Syria, took part of Arabia and turned it into a province as well. Ah. Yeah, which I know I've just said Dacia becomes the last Roman province, but that's because Dacia's held, whereas this one doesn't last for very long. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there we go, that's the the empire just grown a bit more as well. Ooh. So you've got this powerful general out in the east. What do you think Trajan does? Um, you'd want to take them down, wouldn't you? Oh, would you? Or you want to make friends with them very quickly. Trajan makes him consul and then erects a statue of him. That's good. Says, well done, you. That's clever. Yeah. None none of this paranoid kill them off for Trajan. He just says, oh, well done, you got some more land for us. That's good. Yeah. He then spends the next seven years building up the infrastructure of Rome. He's got a lot of gold and silver, an insane amount of gold and silver from Dacia. Um, There Mm. were gold and silver mines there, as well as the stuff they'd already dug up. So money is pouring into Rome at this point. So economy way up. Yeah, economy way up. Lots of building going on. He builds his forum, which I'll talk about more later. He builds his column. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He, he does all sorts. Uh, he also puts into practice Nerva's child we- welfare programme. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, you remember, we mentioned that last week. Yeah. 
he never got off the ground under Nerva. There wasn't enough time. <laughs> so Trajan looks at it and goes, oh, this was a good idea, and, and actually puts it into motion. Because even if you don't necessarily, he may not have believed in that. He probably did, I don't know. But if he didn't, it's a good image to... Yeah, well, to forward, exactly. Right, okay. Then, seven years later, 113, Parthia put a king onto the throne of Armenia. Now, if you remember back to the Nero episode, mm. it was agreed that Parthia could choose the kings of Armenia... But Rome had to ratify it. Yeah, so they had to agree and say, yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. if you're not sure about the geography, you've got the Roman Empire on the left. Mm. You've got the Parthian Empire on the right. And then in the middle, but up a bit, is Armenia. So it borders both Rome and the Parthian Empire. Although you can obviously get straight to the Parthian Empire by just avoiding it. Yeah. But it is this buffer state between the two. Okay. And Trajan's not very happy that the Parthians have just decided who the king's going to be without checking with him. So he decides to go and sort them out. We've got another war here. Yes, we do. Ooh. It wasn't a rash, just overnight decision. A lot of planning went into this. And he sets off towards the east. On his way, he'd got to Athens by this point, um, the Parthians sent an envoy to him and asked for peace. Mm. And brought lots of presents along and suggested a new king of Armenia said, oh, don't forget that one. How about a man named Parthamasaurus? Like it. Yeah. Trajan effectively said, ah, oh, think about it, and carries on marching towards Armenia. So the Parthians aren't really sure what that means. Does that mean I'm coming to take over, or is it I'm coming to ratify the decision? Mm. Yeah. So then this new king of Armenia, Parthamasaurus, I'm struggling to say his name. Parthamasaurus. So let's just call him Pete. Pete. Like Pete. Pete. Yeah. So the, this new king, Pete, um, sent Trajan a gift of a horse that had been trained to bow down in front of its owner. It depends if Trajan has a big enough ego factor. Work. Yeah. I don't like, think he does. No, he completely ignores it. Yeah. Poor horse. Yeah. I know, I put a horse. That was his big moment yeah, in, been in the light. Years since a foal, been planning, training. <laughs> Olympic style, you know, every single day going out, bowing to leaves. Imagine sticks. the montage. He's just inclining his head slightly at the start. Yes. And then running up and down steps, and then a slightly bigger bow. Then they're people putting weights around his neck on a rope to yeah. put his head down a bit more. He's <laughs> trying, he's trying. Yeah, he is. Springs underneath to pushing against the springs, put oh, his head down. That's some good training, going, that is. Yeah. And then eventually, his big moment, he bows down in front of Trajan. Just silence. Oh. Poor horse. Okay. If, if at the end of this, Trajan gets assassinated, we don't know who by. Now we know. Now we know. Right. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, Pete, the new king, came to meet Trajan himself. Oh, that's brave. <laughs> yeah. The new king removed his crown and lay it down at Trajan's feet. This was part Ooh. of the ceremony. And All right. Then what is supposed to happen is the Roman emperor picks it back up and gives it back to him to show that Rome agrees with the appointment. Trajan did nothing. He just gave him the old Trajan stare. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> then the king, I like this, panics and tries to run away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It's very quickly caught, because obviously he's surrounded. He's in of the middle he of the is. Roman camp. <laughs> so then the, the Armenian just starts panicking and gets really angry and starts shouting that he only came along because he thought that he was going to be ratified and yeah. how dare this Roman come along and not 
ratify him. Trajan says he will never surrender Armenia because it's now a Roman province. Ooh. And he let the king go. That's nice. That's nice. The king died mysteriously on his way home. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe the horse. Oh, oh, it's like a double bluff. Oh, Do you think Rome planted the horse to start with? Oh, I don't know. Like a double agent horse. <laughs> so he could he could bow all along. Oh, could he? Like Sneaky. fake training. Like Sneaky. he's just getting in for info, you know. Yeah, maybe. Reconnaissance mission. Yeah, maybe he was riding back on that horse, and the horse suddenly did a bow, and <gasps> the king flew off, yeah. bow down a what, what ravine, ravine, a well, yeah. <laughs> maybe a well. It's a good aim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Canyon, that's the word I was looking Canyon, for. Canyon, yes, that'd yeah. be good. Right, so Armenia and then parts of Mesopotamia are brought under Roman control very quickly after that. Trajan, at this point, is named Optimus by the Senate. Oh, he's turned into a Transformer. Yes, he has. Oh. He is now Trajan Optimus. Optimus Trajan. Yeah, that yeah. means the greatest emperor. He is now Trajan the Greatest. That's his name. Oh, wow. Yeah. He wintered in Antioch, and while he was there, there was a massive earthquake. One of the consuls for the year who was travelling with Trajan died in the earthquake. However, Trajan dived out of a window and escaped being crushed. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's nice to not be crushed. Yeah. So... I wouldn't like to be crushed. Action hero Trajan there, diving through a window. They didn't have glass windows back then, but I think the first ever glass window was installed in that house just for him to dive through. Like a week before. Yeah. He went through. Did a gamble. Yeah, but somehow didn't end up with lots of shards. Well, no, of course not. No. In 116, Trajan set off again, heading deep into Parthian territory this time. The army might have split up at this point, it's hard to say. Annoyingly, Trajan was writing his own commentaries the whole way through this, but oh. we've lost it. Oh, so he's a writer. Probably yeah, the best writer of all time. Yeah, we'll never know. Very much like Caesar's commentaries, where we've got all that amazing detail about his campaigns because his commentary survived, but Trajan's hasn't. So we don't really know much. What we can work out roughly is that they take Babylon. Oh, yeah. Then they go down the Euphrates, taking cities as they go. Then they come to the narrow strip of land where the Euphrates and Tigris come close to each other. Mm. And they take all their boats out, drag them across the land to get into the Tigris, and then float down the river and take Tessaphon, the Parthian capital. Oh. Yeah. So, not not really any details on that, but that's quite impressive. He's got all the way to the Parthian capital, and he takes it. So, therefore, Parthia is now his. He's acing this, isn't he? He is He's, acing this. This is Augustus' yeah. level, yeah. taking over, over stuff. He then carries on to the Persian Gulf, mopping up some more cities, and he declares the new Roman province of Babylon. So there we go, got a new province. After the one... Yeah, again, this is one that doesn't last very long. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he wrote a letter to the Senate explaining what he'd done, saying, I should certainly have crossed over to the Indians if I were still young. Ooh, that's nice. Obviously wishing to follow in Alexander the Great's footsteps. But he realised, he's in his 60s by this point, he realises that it's not going to be able to happen. But he did point out that he had advanced further than Alexander the Great did, as he started in Rome and not in Macedon. Ooh. Yeah, so... So he's beaten Alexander's record. Oh, well, that's debatable, but still, it's still impressive. The Senate at this point granted Trajan the right to celebrate as many triumphs as he wanted when he returned. Brilliant. <laughs> that's not the best bit. The reason why they did this is because the Senate were just getting so confused with the amount of letters of victory and all these different names of places that they could barely pronounce 
they didn't have a clue what to celebrate anymore. So they just went, you know what, Trajan, just celebrate what you want. <laughs> I have a massive party. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll just go wild for three years when you get back. We'll, we'll, we'll get all the caterers. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. We've lost track of how many cities you've taken. Right. <laughs> However, it unfortunately then starts to turn. Um, a revolt sprang up in Armenia and northern Mesopotamia at this point, and Trajan was forced to go and deal with it without getting a full hold on Parthia. So he doesn't go personally, he sends some forces up to go and quell the revolt, and in the meantime defeated a Parthian army in the field mm. and put a clan king on the throne. He gives up the idea of it being the province. He yeah. realises he just cannot do it with other places revolting, so he turns He's... it into a clan kingdom instead. Sort of stretched himself, hasn't he? He has stretched himself. He then sets off to Syria. He stops by a heavily fortified town called Hactria, but couldn't take it. It was too fortified, and he realised he had to press on, so they just skip past that city. <laughs> and this point, a Jewish revolt begins. Ooh. Yeah, in Egypt, Cyprus, and Cyrene. So Trajan sends off some more troops under the name, under the command of Quietus, who was the Judean governor at the time. And spoke like this. Yes. Very softly spoken. Very sinister. Sinister. Yeah. He he was very effective at putting down that revolt, and Ooh. in fact. The wars that took place are now named after him. Really? But it's been changed to Kytus okay. Wars. Or, yeah, so that was put down. But Trajan starts to feel ill at this point. Yeah, so he decides it's best time to go back to Rome. He's, the, the area's not perfectly stable, but he knows that he's got to get back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so throughout the first half of 117, his health is deteriorating rapidly. Before he reaches Italy, he suddenly dies <gasps> of his illness. Oh. Now, he claims that he thinks he's being poisoned, but none of the sources seem to believe him. But as I've said, we have very, very little sources to go on for Trajan. And, so, and his, and his uh, minister of poison and personal bodyguard, Hadrian, <laughs> says that it was purely natural. Well, as you've already pointed out, we figured out who poisoned him. It was that horse. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what he it did. Was. So the horse, the horse murdered him for. So it's a double, double agent. Yeah, triple agent. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you can't trust these bound horses. No. He's he's in it for himself. He's he's yeah he's out of control. Yeah, <laughs> he's a wild card. <laughs> he, a, he doesn't care what happens. No, he right. doesn't give a damn. No. So Trajan's dead. Now either he named Hadrian as his successor, so his adopted son, just before he died, or his wife, who was travelling with them, kept Trajan's death a secret, hid the body, hired an actor, got an actor to declare Hadrian as his successor. Then got the body back out and then declared him dead. So, but but Mrs. Trajan, you claim he died last night. He's gone green. <laughs> His arms falling off. Look. <laughs> yeah, we, th we think he's been dead for quite a while, Miss ha Miss, Miss Trajan. And, and why did Trajan yesterday have a beard and today's not? <laughs> and he had red hair as well. Yeah, a completely different accent. Yes, and yeah. he was clearly in his twenties yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, this is the theory that his wife wanted Hadrian to be the next emperor, so um, managed to con people into believing Hadrian was the heir, even though he wasn't. But mm. that is just yet another conspiracy theory. Yeah. The more likely thing is that Trajan just declared Hadrian as his heir. Although, one of Trajan's freedmen did die a few days later, indicating maybe he knew too much. 
Ooh. Or he caught the same illness. Or he caught the same illness. Yeah. Or he fell off a horse. Oh, the same horse. Same horse. Look, send this message. <laughs> Not getting on that horse. Yeah. His ashes were put in the base of Trajan's column, which is he is the first person to be buried inside the city of Rome. Oh, yeah, because he was like died or got chopped up and. Well, you, you weren't allowed to have your remains kept inside the city oh, really? boundaries. It was a Roman law. Oh. They made an exception for Trajan because they liked him so much. Yeah, because they liked him so much. Well, that's impressive. Yeah. So there we go. That's Trajan. So, what do you think? Quite good, actually. He's done really well. It's quite feisty mm. and quite successy as well. Uh, so far. Yeah, okay, well, let's review him. Fightius Maximus. Okay, I don't really have any more details for Fightius Maximus because I've um, gone through all the detail we have as sources are scarce. Let's, let's just debate but his. Let's just talk this through. So, a couple of points. The Empire was at its greatest extent during Trajan. This is as big as the Empire ever gets. From now on, it's all downhill. Ah. Yes. So all those maps you see of the Roman Empire, mm. it's this date oh, wow. when Trajan's died. Yeah. So that is the Roman Empire as you imagine it on a map. And the, I kind of was, was Genghis, I don't know if Genghis Khan had a bigger area, but certainly at the time that was the largest empire ever to ever exist for a long time, wasn't it? Um, it depends how you count your empire and landmass yeah. or people or influence, but yes, it's definitely. One of the most impressive empires in history. No one would argue with that. So, and it's at its greatest extent during Trajan's reign. Mm. Um, he led three successful campaigns: two yeah. in Dacia and one in the east against an enemy that the Romans have never been able to do anything with before. Mm. Remember, we've had a few people go over there before, and all they do is lose standards <laughs> yeah. and come back dead. Lost the flag. Um, would, would we count the first one as successful in Dacia though because he didn't hold on I mean he, he successfully got it but well that's the one where um, Brian Blessed came grovelling at the end and said yeah. I'll stop I'll stop but yeah a couple of years later he started up again but Trajan just went up there and destroyed him yeah fair enough <laughs> yeah we'll count yeah. as three successes then yeah. yeah okay um, he was loved by the troops well, he was a troop man wasn't he yeah he was he always marched with the soldiers oh yeah that's respect. And he forded the rivers in the same way that he they did. So he didn't get up on a high horse or anything. He was there mucking in, literally a high horse, mucking in with all the rest of the men. He'd move around the army, taking charge of different sections. So he'd just turn up. Oh, that sounds like one of those, oh, isn't that great? But could you imagine if you were charged with like, catering for the 13th Legion or something yeah. and suddenly Trajan rocks into the tent going, right, what are we doing today? You'd just go, oh. Um, um, here's a potato peeler. <laughs> right! You'd, you'd, kill you'd, you'd be so scared, wouldn't you? Yeah, you you'd be, would. You'd just be there thinking, I thought I got away with not ordering those potatoes. No one would have noticed. <laughs> but now he's here. He's oh, got to ask no. about the potatoes. Blame, blame long, blame long. Jeff, Jeff, come here. Where are those potatoes actually to order? <laughs> oh, you didn't ask me to order potatoes. What? Did you oh, hear this, Emperor? One of those kind of managers, is he? I, I feel like he's one that, yeah, he, like, he's so good at his job that... Like you're saying, it puts you on edge so much. <laughs> yeah. that, you want to impress, and but he's so enthusiastic with it as well. Yeah, like so. he'll be the best at in the in the cookering place. Yeah, he's not an expert at it, but he'll just go in and just like be so. <laughs> I'm gonna do this all this, you know. Yeah. By the time instead the, of porridge, he's uh, making spaghetti bolognese for everyone. Yes. Yeah. No, no such thing as tomatoes in ancient Rome, but he found the first he, tomato. He found 
potatoes. Do they have potatoes? Tom- tomatoes. No tomatoes. Oh, I'm just thinking about potatoes. We've just mentioned. No, that. they wouldn't have potatoes either. No, that's why so. you didn't get the order in time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a thousand years before. I don't care. Yeah. So there you go. Trajan discovered the tomato as well. That's another feather in his cap. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, he'd also get his scouts to circulate false reports in order to train the men for any eventuality. Ooh, so that's good. Yeah. So he just training. Yeah, he'd be halfway through cooking the spaghetti bolognese and then suddenly run into another tent, screaming, They're coming! They're attacking! And everyone would get ready and go, Ah! See how well trained you are, have some spaghetti. That's good, yeah. Yeah. And Try this men... new weird fruit thing. Yeah. Isn't that a vegetable? No. Because no. Trajan knows it's not a vegetable. Yes. Yeah. I am that pedantic stuff in trips. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I mean, that's... Obviously, on top of the fact that he got to the Parthian capital mm. and took it, which is, I mean, if the Parthians got to Rome and took it, that would be a huge thing. And this yes. is just the other way around. So he's, um, it's very impressive, isn't it? He's is very impressive. Right. I have literally nothing against him. I mean, the only thing we could say is it's not fair in a way because it didn't happen at the time, but kind of like he spread himself so thinly. Yeah. Like it's... almost too ambitious. There is that blip at the end where some revolts start to come up and he happens to get ill at the same time, so he mm. can't put them down. But the fact but the he extended areas, it... The area is not lost. No. It's just not yeah. completely under control. I, I it, would have, it would have been better if he managed yeah. to do that. You're right. I don't think I can hold it against him that much, though, because yeah. it's so impressive. It is very impressive. I'm going to have to give him like a nine, I think. Nine. I, I've been wondering for the last couple of days to go nine or ten. Go on. I think I'm going to go for ten. Since yeah, you've gone on, for ten. nine, I'm going for yeah, ten. Yeah, I think so. So he loses one point for not quite holding the east. Yeah, and that's me being incredibly nasty almost. Yeah, so there we go. That is a 19 for Fintius Maximus. I don't even need to get the spreadsheet out to know that that is our highest. Well done, Trajan. 19 for Fintius Maximus. That is... Somewhat better than Nervous last week. Just a little bit, yeah. Yes. A little bit better than... Uh... In fact, Trajan's already beaten Nerva. Yeah. <laughs> he really has, yeah. Yes, he has. Well done, Trajan. Okay, next round. Approvium Crazium. Okay, um, I've not really got anything, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, Dio pointed a couple of th- counter flaws out, um, but then qualifies both of them straight away. So the first one is he was a heavy drinker, but then Dio goes on to but say, so but he was never drunk. In fact, he gave orders to his slave at the start of the evening to stop serving him drink after a set time, even if he wanted it. That's good. So he kind of understood. Yeah, he knew his know. limits. He and he knew that sometimes he went over his limits, so yeah. he told his slaves not. But again, you'd have to be, to say no to the emperor, can I have another drink? No. <laughs> Most powerful person in the entire world. <laughs> with your army behind you now <laughs> looking at me and looking at the emperor not sure what to do no he can't have another drink it's past your bedtime please don't kill me <laughs> we could do something like that couldn't we oh that would be useful wouldn't it yeah. Dio also says he was fond of young boys but then goes on to immediately say although he never harmed any of them well uh, yeah it's still wrong by today's <laughs> by yeah, today's standards by today's standards but you can't really judge You've got to judge on Roman morality. Yeah, it wasn't okay. seen as a, a thing back then. Okay. So I can't really hold too much against him. Um, good saying. Right, we've got a fair bit. He wrote and um, to Pliny a lot. He was friends with Pliny and Pliny okay. wrote back. So there's lots of letters between the two of them talking about how to govern, because Pliny was a governor at the time. Mm. And the tone of the letters are very sane. 
So Pliny yeah. was saying, I've got some informers telling me about some Christians in the area. What do I do about them? Mm. Yeah. And Trajan wrote back saying, well, ask them to convert. And if they don't convert, then punish them. But if they do convert, then leave them. And even if you don't really believe that they've converted, <laughs> as long as they've shown some kind of token kind of, yeah, I've converted, <laughs> let them go. Also, don't rely on anonymous informers. Uh, because if you do that, it's a slippery slope, mm. and um, generally just try and keep peace. So it was a very sensible reply to Pliny. Yes. Yeah. It was. Look, just it's not that important yeah. if they're Christian. Just let them get on with it. And we're we're to- yeah. toe the line of the law. Ask them to go and sacrifice a goat or something to Jupiter, and then then you sort it. Yeah. So yeah, and there's quite a few lessons yeah. like that that really show that he, he was a very sane, normal. Normal kind of guy. Sounds like the, the bigger picture in his head, doesn't he? Yes. Rather than silly little niggly things that aren't yeah. important. Do you remember his, his friend Sora? Yes. Yes. A lot of people were jealous of their friendship. And mm. some a faction around the court started to suggest that Sora was actually trying to overthrow the Emperor. Mm. Started whispering in Trajan's ear that there was a plot to overthrow him. So... Trajan went round to Sora's house without an invite or his bodyguard, so he just left the palace oh. on his own and went to his friend's house. Oh. Yeah. When he got there, he called in on Sora's doctor and asked him to anoint his eyes. He then <laughs> went to Sora's barber and asked for a close shave. Okay. He then took a bath and had dinner with his friend. Oh. And then the next day, he went back to the palace. And then those people came up to him and said, yes, we found more evidence that he's going to overthrow you and kill you. To which he replied, if he were going to kill me, he would have done it yesterday. Oh, yeah. that's classy. I yeah. like that. Yeah, so well, that's quite good, isn't it? I'm liking Trajan. Yeah. Right, he would often call in on sick friends, again, without a guard. Oh. Yeah, so he heard someone was sick, he'd just pop up around there. That explains why he died. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, again, you get this feeling that he'd pop round and he'd come round and start making some medicine up. Yeah. Like, oh, quick, I'll knock this up for you. It's yeah. a home recipe. There you go. Yeah. These are flowers I picked things. and grew in my garden. <laughs> yeah. For you. Bowl yeah. of fruit. I've done this. I've painted a picture of it as well. You can have it. <laughs> um, yeah, so he also invited people round to dinner if they invited him, so he was very courteous. He was so polite to the Senate that by the end they loved him. Senate thought he was great. Of course they would. He pandered yes. their sort of their, um, their demands, narcissism. Then. Yeah, yeah, which Nerva tried to do, but just didn't do as well. Yeah, not in the right way. I think um, there were some plots against his life, but they were the people were caught and exiled, not executed. That's interesting. Yeah, so he was uh, quite clement. Cause he, well, he killed the Laspatory guard, but I guess they had way more uh, power and influence. They did, them. and that was right at the start. That was a... Yes. And it was effective, wasn't it? That just yes. nipped anything in the bud straight away. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I, sp- I forgot about that. I suppose we could say he did kill... No, it's, yeah, it's that's not crazy, move, yes. Wasn't it? It, it really was, is. Yeah, so there we go. That's that's it. He's not sane. He's not insane at all. He's I'm not. A one? What for? I don't, okay, zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not even a one, I don't think. I can't think of a single reason to give him a single point. He seems more sane than us. Yes, definitely. Maybe he should be doing this podcast. <laughs> I bet he'd do a better job of it. Yeah. Right, yes. Um, okay, zero. Zero it is. That's our second zero in a row. Yeah. Okay, Successus Ultimus. Successus Ultimus. He built, or at least ordered Apollodorus to build, some amazing things. 
This is a bridge across the Danube. Yes. So first of all, let's look at the bridge. I've got a photo here. Of an explain. artist's impression. Yes, because it's not there anymore. No. No. And they hadn't invented photography. Um, well, it's like a big, it's like a, um, one of those um, like arched bridges. Very big. Wow, is that wood or? Well, it'd have to be wood, wouldn't it? Well, it's stone base. Stone base? Yeah. That'd take a months. Yeah. You just... It's, it's long, isn't it? It's very long. It's very long. It's the image, and again, we'll put it up on Facebook. Um, it just goes off into the distance. It's it huge. Does. Let, me, let um, me tell you about the bridge. Oh, no, sorry. So, that must have taken ages to build, though. Yes. Would it be quicker just to build a few boats and travel everyone over? Yeah, but what's more impressive? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, Trajan's Bridge. This was the first bridge ever to be built over the Lower Danube. Oh, wow. It was just considered too wide a river to bridge. The river at this point is nearly a kilometre in width. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, for over a thousand years, this was the longest bridge in the world. For a thousand years? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, although it wasn't functional for most of that, because um. the Romans dismantled it on purpose so people couldn't travel <laughs> over it, yeah. um, but it could have been rebuilt for a lot of it. It was 1,135 metres long. So I that again, 1,135, or if you want that in feet, 3,724. It's basically three times longer than Tower Bridge in London. Wow. Yeah. It's very long bridge. That's very impressive. And, yeah, nothing came close to it for over a thousand years. How does it compare to um, the San Francisco Golden Gate Golden Bridge? Golden Gate Bridge. It's shorter, but... Still. Not by a huge amount. It's over half the distance, I think, of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Mm. Um, nowhere near as tall. No. <laughs> not, not a suspension-y. <laughs> no. <laughs> but still, very, very impressive. Twenty stone pillars rose out of the water... And then these were used to construct wooden arches over the top. Yeah. So the base was stone and then wooden top part, which meant that it was really easy to dismantle if they needed to. And turn into other things like shields and yeah. <laughs> stakes. Yeah. Each end of the bridge had a Roman fort on it, making it very secure. These 20 pillars were still there in 1856. Wow. Yeah. Only 12 remain now, though. Um, a couple of them were removed on purpose, so traffic could get up and down the river. Um, some of them have just eroded. But, yeah. Um, and only two are visible above the waterline. So there you That's go. That's amazing. That is a truly amazing bridge. It was... We'll do. We'll get a photograph of the, the, the what, it, what it is now as well. Just, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Stone lumps. That's very impressive. It's a very impressive bridge. Not, I couldn't have done that. Nothing like it for over a thousand years. No. That's impressive. Right. Wow. Trajan's column slash forum. Trajan wanted to build a forum. Yeah. What was the problem when Domitian wanted to build a forum? There's no space. There's no space. There's a little mini narrow one. Yeah, none of that for Trajan. Oh no. He looked at a nearby hill and went flat on that. (laughs) Just a whole whole hill. They removed an entire hill out of the centre of Rome. They took all the buildings off it and then removed the hill. How do the people live in that (laughs) (laughs) hill? I think they were sort of reimbursed let's hope so yeah well yeah. maybe there are other buildings like you know, storehouses or yeah something. maybe yeah so and then this huge huge forum far bigger than anyone else's was built in the space so that size for him isn't it oh yes massive make bridge. it big and long <laughs> that's what trajan did and the bridge yeah talking of which he put his column in the forum <laughs> his, his tall his st- tall stone column yeah now the 
It's 30 metres tall. Wow. Yeah. And the height of it is said to be the height of the original hill. Well, that's a heck of a hill. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot of hill. They How took many out. thousands of tons of... Oh, who knows? Where they flattened the area. God. Right, so this column, this column is fascinating. Um, there's an amazing video, and we'll put a link of this up on Facebook, uh, an animation that um, has been made to show the construction of the tower, which I suggest everyone goes and looks at, because it's really interesting. So Trajan's column is this 30-metre-tall column made out of 20 huge blocks of marble. Each block had a section of spiral staircase carved <laughs> inside it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then they're layered on top of each other. So this column actually has a spiral staircase inside of it, even though it's all carved out of solid marble. That's a... Yeah. Oh, the maths and the ingenuity. Yeah, that. yeah. Very impressive. Um, so then they were winched on top and just built up and up, yeah. and up. And then once the, the column was erected, the artist then came along and carved into it the scene of the Dacian Wars. And it spirals all the way around, all the way to the top, like really? a comic strip. Yeah. Hugely detailed. It's a bit not useful at the top, though, is it? Who's going to see ah, that? Ah, well, well, you say oh, that. Oh. Trajan thought about this because... He then, because this, the, the column was built at the north end yeah. of the forum, so next to it he built two libraries, one for Latin books and one for Greek books, and they had balconies on their top floor, so oh. you could go out and you could see the stories it goes up. I was hoping he like, he invented the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, the lift. <laughs> the hover bike. That, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's amazing. Mm. That's, so he's built a blue whale-sized column. Yeah. He put his massive erection in his forum. Yeah, that's what he did. 30 metres tall. And it was painted at the time, so it was huge oh, yeah. bright colours that everyone could see, so oh, things wow. would stand out. If you go there now, it's just white, and it's quite hard to make out what's going on. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was painted at the time. So yeah, very exciting forum. Wow. By far the best in Rome. If, if I can, I'll yeah. try and see it and photograph it. Oh yeah, you've got to go and see it, definitely. So yeah, and again, go if you're listening, go onto our Facebook and find the link for that video. It's really good. Right, um, he also added to Claudius's harbour. Do you remember Claudius built a harbour? Well, that's the trap his uh, vicious, it, his, innocent walkers. <laughs> yeah, his vicious whale got caught in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he added to that. He built a hexagonal port that added to it, and Claudius's port never really worked properly. <laughs> of uh, course it didn't. <laughs> He's probably got all his inspiration from rock. Yeah. On leash. It, it, was, it was a good thought, but it, it just... It didn't offer enough protection for the ships, so Trajan fixed that. He just went and went along and went, right, well, what this doesn't work, let's make it work. We've got the money now, because I went and got it. <laughs> yeah. um, there was a huge flood during his reign, and he helped everyone who lost their property oh. to go and get new properties. Uh, lots of new laws. Anonymous accusations were banned. So, like yeah. in the letter, yeah. Like in the letter. Um, defendants found guilty in absence were given the right to an automatic retrial if they wanted one. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So that gets rid of bias as long as it's yeah. a different judge. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was peace in Rome. Yeah. After oh. lots of instability and faction fighting, it seems to have been really quite peaceful in Rome. It's not really there were some wars elsewhere, but yeah. in Rome, things settled down. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was called Trajan Optimus. I mean, come on. Oh. <laughs> Don't get much more successful than that. He is called literally Trajan the Best Emperor. <laughs> that means somebody's yeah. got a bit of confidence in you, doesn't it? Yeah. Really? In fact, later emperors would be sworn in with the phrase, may you be luckier than Augustus and better than Trajan. Wow. Yeah. So that's implying that he's better than Augustus because saying he was he was lucky. 
yeah. Frazier was just better. Yeah, He's that's just what's good. that implying. That is. Ooh. Right, on to bad. Some people complained about all the building works. <laughs> Do you know, I'm doing that at the moment in our city as well. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, fragments of a, a letter somewhere saying, oh, all these building works going on in Rome. <laughs> Keep you up all night. Yeah, it's one... a pain getting from one side <laughs> to the other. Causes traffic jams all yeah. the way. You can remove my favourite hill. <laughs> yeah. Our first picnic up there. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got for that. Well, then, straight away, that's... <laughs> So, yeah. Knock him down to one. Um, he's very successful, wasn't he, for Rome in general? He was. He's created peace. He's got he... lots of money. I mean, it's not successful yes. if you were a Dacian, but... Yeah, we're talking about the Roman people We're talking here. about the Roman people. The economy flourished, and yeah. he showed that by building, like, an amazing bridge. Not himself, but, you know. He hired Athlodorus to do it. Yeah. He, he knew he, who to choose. He put his massive column yeah. in his brand new forum that... After he demolished a hill, yeah, and I bet he had a part in that as well. Oh, he probably did. He was probably First there the spade. <laughs> with a spade. No, none of his ceremonial no, golden no. spade. He was probably out there, and all the workers turned up on the first day. Like, oh, Who's no. that guy already? That's Trajan. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's only done three meters now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bit of an overachiever, isn't he? <laughs> See, I, they, they go around the hole he's in. He just looks up, huge smile. <laughs> right, lads. Hope you don't mind. I've already started. Come on, <laughs> you slow coaches. I'm down for my first four meters here. Yeah. Um, my instinct is to give him ten. I'm thinking ten. But I want to take one away just for overachieving. <laughs> bit too good. I don't know because it, Augustus got 20. He got four marks and I'll be honest, I think Trajan deserves it as well. I agree. I Yeah, yeah I think 10 for me. So there we go. That is full mark for Successus Ultimus, which puts him in joint first place in that round with Augustus. Well done, Trajan. Yeah. He's okay. already scored 39. <laughs> yes, 39. If, if only he was insane. Oh. He only needed a bit of insanity and he would be in the lead right now. Just a slight obsession with poison or something. Yeah, that's all he needed. Right, Imago Facius. Imago Facius. Okay, I have no descriptions of him. No. No, no sources. Can I just design what I think? Go on, what do you think? You start drawing what you think he looks like. Very eager eyes here. Cartini, very eager eyes. Yeah. Always looking to help. Massive grin like, let's do this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a lot of that co- like curly hair, didn't they? So I gave him a bit of that hair. Um, I was, you, know, you know the Terra Pratchett books? Yeah. Called Carrot. <laughs> yes! There's, there's a, if you're not familiar with Terry Pratchett, there's a character called um, in the Guards series called Carrot. Yeah. Silly name. And he's just very eager, very wants to do things right. He's actually the hidden heir to the king, but he doesn't want to take up yes. being the king. He just wants to work for the watch. You know what? Yeah, that is exactly what this is. I'm just now drawing like. a carrot. I don't yeah. think I can draw anymore. Let me draw his neck a little right. bit. Right. Well, I will reveal a couple of pictures to you. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh, he's not a looker, is he? <laughs> Ooh. He looks like Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> he does, you know. He does. If you feel familiar... Ah, see, another Star Trek reference. Here we go. Yeah. Um, so he's got a very long, very long nose and a quite long face. Um, his chin sort of... Like, mouth sort of goes in on long face... Um, straight hair. I was wrong with the curly hair. Straight mm. hair. He's got quite a lot of uh, like toad musculature. Yeah, he's, he's very muscular, Ooh. isn't he? Ooh. He is. You get the impression he's he's quite a, yeah. a big man. Well, he showed that with his bridge. He did. And his, and his column. column. Yeah. Massive, massive column. Yeah. 
in one of his statues, he's wearing full armour, the first time we've had one of those for a long time. That's true, yeah. Since Augustus, in fact. Yes. Yeah. Um, he doesn't look like what I'd imagine. That's no. That's not what I pictured in my head. No, I thought that when I first saw him. But I think I've warmed to the like image over the week. Yeah, yeah. Because now that is what I imagine. He does look like a Vulcan, though. He does look a bit like a Vulcan. Logical problem-solving. Yeah. I would follow him. If he is my emperor, Yeah. I would follow him. I don't he looks... He's not he's not great, but he's not bad. He's not a laugh a minute. No. I think a s six or seven. Um I'm gonna go with six. I'll go for seven then. Mm. So that is a total of thirteen, which translates into a score of three point two five. Three point two five. We've had that score before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. A few times. Yeah, that puts him on par with Vitellius, Claudius, and Caligula. Yeah, all good, all yeah. good ones. All the good ones. Right. Okay. Temple completed. Right, go on, hazard a guess. Well, you mentioned seven years, so he obviously lasted longer than seven years. I think he did quite a long time. He sounds like he did. In 10, 12, 13 years, 14 years. From January 98 yeah. to another date, which I forgot about, but the 8th of August, but I haven't put in the actual um, year, so let me just work this out. Uh, to 117. 117. So that is 19 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've finally got first one since Tiberius, a decent length. Wow. Yes, 19 years translates to a score of 2.38. 2.38, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so I can reveal... Oh, I must admit, I'm a bit disappointed. That is a score of 44.63. I <sighs> thought he was going to be Augustus. Oh, he's so... He's not crazy enough. He's just not crazy. Augustus scored seven, didn't he, for crazy Augustus tried to rip someone's eyes out with his bare hands. That's true. That's what Trajan needed to do. Oh, just yeah. was. Just, just... Maybe he hired that horse, though. Yeah. He, he's... And also, 19 years is impressive, but let's not forget, Augustus lasted 40. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that, that got him a bit further. Just but Trajan is in second place. He beats... Vespasian and Domitian, our other two high flyers mm. in the 40s. So there we go. Trajan is now officially our second highest yeah. scorer. But yes. that doesn't necessarily mean mm. he has a certain Gene César. Do they have a certain Gene César? Do we need to discuss this? <laughs> Let me get out the, the, the poppers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think we really need to discuss it, for the same reasons we've discussed in Successus Ultimus and Vitius Maximus. So, all we can say is, well done, Trajan! Hey! Hey! Well done, Trajan. You are officially a Gene César winner. Was there ever any doubt? That, no. No, he was, he was good, wasn't he? Even just fighty would have got him that, wouldn't it? Just from Fighty, the fact he was very successy as well. Just from Fightius Maximus, he'd already beaten Nerva and Otho. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's, um... It was an impressive reign. And this is where the Five Good Emperors comes from. Yeah. Nerva, no. No. But now, Trajan, yeah. So do you think we're going to get a run of Genesis' arse? Well, we have Hadrian next. Well, he built his patio, Hadrian's patio. Hadrian's patio. In England. Do you know anything else about him? He had a beard. Yeah. That is it. That's it. Well, tune in next week and you'll find out more I about will. Hadrian. I will. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so that's it for this week. 
Thank you to The Rex Factor and Life of Caesar. Yeah, very good podcast, very informative. Um, they do a, a comparable job to us. Well, better. But <laughs> yeah. Can't put us down too much, can we? No. Um, yeah, and no reviews this week um, because we're actually recording this rather soon after Nerva. Um, so I haven't checked. No, no. <laughs> no. But there probably aren't any new ones. Um, okay, but we have got a message from Luke Miller saying, Hi guys, found you via Rex Factor. I'm really enjoying the podcast so far. Just finished Claudius and his pet rock, whom I've decided to name Petrius. Yeah. You can add Nebraska to your list of American states listening if you haven't ticked that one off already. Oh, we should. Which is good. We are, uh, we've got 12 more states to go. Have we? Yeah. I think we need to like, print off a map. Yeah, we Keep do. It somewhere. Take we off. still need Alaska and Hawaii. We do. And we need those states that are in the the top left, apart oh, right. from Washington. We've got Washington. Yeah. But all those ones up there. Yeah. Apparently, okay. they don't listen to podcasts up there. Oh, yeah. Fair it's just a big block, whereas we've got pretty much everywhere else now. Yeah. Maybe they don't have electricity, so. No, maybe not. Or maybe they keep insulted by people like us. That's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, thank you, Luke, for getting in contact. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and if you are listening, if you're enjoying this podcast, please you know spread the word. If you know somebody that likes history, likes the Romans, mm. or even if they don't, if they like Greek history, just tell them it's about Greeks. Yeah, maybe they won't even notice. They probably won't. <laughs> Saying they probably won't. I don't see why. They <laughs> also, don't forget to um, you can like us on Facebook to tell us rank him uh, on Facebook. Just type it in. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter as well. We like posting things on Twitter and Facebook quite a lot as well. We're still in the process of developing our WordPress, but we know exactly what we're going to do now. We don't. Do, do but, we? I was going to say. We no, do. we don't. But okay. we're, we're going we're to make it look nice at some point. We're, we're going to work on that. Yeah. It's nice to have all the information there for everybody. Great. Okay. Well, until Adrian, goodbye. Goodbye. recently had your loved ones selfishly die before they announced you in their will? Look up that table. Now it belongs to your sister. A beautiful bejeweled golden necklace now belongs to your brother. What you need is an actor. The actor will perfectly replicate the voice and sound of your loved one before they have died. Ensure you keep your deceased out of sight until the moment you want them dead again. Warning, this will only be successful if the recently deceased has a ginger beard, large hat, and a Parthian accent.